0: Welcome to the Go for Gold podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Bree. I'm a college dropout turned corporate leader turned entrepreneur who helps women embrace the season that they're in while working to create the season they want. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations, strategies, thoughts, tips, etc. to help you not accept the status quo, keep pushing the limits, and go after life in a bigger, bolder, more audacious way. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking all about one of my very favorite topics, and that is vision. Not only are we going to be talking about the risk of not having a clear vision for your life, but we're going to be breaking it down in a way that stops complicating this elusive vision word and makes it something really tangible and achievable for you to pursue with your life. Before I share any more with you, though, I want to take you through a quick activity that I think will set us up really nicely for what you're about to hear. So wherever you are right now, unless you're driving your car or something, I want you to close your eyes, okay? With your eyes closed, I want you to imagine yourself waking up 10 years from now with all your current circumstances the exact same. So you drive the same car, your financial situation has not moved. The relationships in your life look the exact same. You haven't done anything to contribute more to the world around you. The lives that you wanted to change haven't changed. Literally, your life looks the exact same. How are you feeling? Okay, open up your eyes. Get out of that space for a second. We're going to get excited again, okay? Sorry to do that to you, but I need you to imagine yourself in that moment because so many of us assume that if we just keep waking up, our life is going to change. We have these little visions and ideas in our head and we think to ourselves, yeah, some days those things are going to happen. But the reality is every single day that you wake up, if you don't make decisions towards growth, you don't stay the same. You actually decline. Life doesn't get better. It actually gets worse. And you might not believe that at first, but I want you to look at your life in any moments where you haven't been proactively achieving something, proactively going after the goals you want. Does the scale move up or down? Do your goals get closer or further away? Does your financial situation get better or worse? I'm going to bet my money that it doesn't stay exactly where it is. You continue to show up not making conscious decisions, and as a result, you start to make decisions based off of emotion. In our last episode, we talked about how fascinating your brain is and how it actually is making decisions every single day towards comfort and further away from pain. So if you're not proactively making your decisions towards this vision of yours, you're going to be as a result making decisions based off of comfort. And as we know, nothing amazing happens in the comfort zone. With that being said, in that activity though, I didn't even make you imagine a worst case scenario. I made you imagine if nothing even changed. So even if you didn't decline, but you didn't grow, I'm willing to bet, again, money, that the the person that you envision 10 years from now and the life that they lead is not one that you would want. So the first point that I want to make today is that you need to have a vision that moves you towards growth. You need a reason to wake up every single day and make conscious decisions when your emotional brain wants you to stay comfortable to grow, to expand, and to step outside of your comfort zone. Now, I know that the topic I just spoke about, for some of you, meant something. And for some of you, went in one ear and out the other because you are probably sitting there thinking to yourself, Girl, I am way over this. I am growing every day. I am on my way. We got this. You might not even think this applies to you because things are going really well and you're accomplishing goals and you're kicking butt. But for some reason, you're still feeling unfulfilled. I know you exist because that was me several years ago. I told you, I found a lot of success in my career in my 20s. And again, I'm very proud of that. I would never change it for anything. But at 28 years old, I woke up having found success, quote unquote, having money, but feeling really unfulfilled. And I didn't understand why. Until, and here's point number two, I realized I needed to make sure that my vision was mine and not somebody else's. Society is so good about telling us exactly what we should do. In fact, I would argue we're all a little brainwashed into thinking that success means graduating high school, getting into a good college, graduating with honors, becoming a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, make a lot of money, get married, have 2.5 kids, buy the beautiful home with the white picket fence, and after you've done all of these things, you'll have achieved success. But we've all heard the term money doesn't buy happiness. And most of the people that live this exact lifestyle wake up one day unfulfilled and statistically speaking depressed. Why is that? Well, I would argue to say it's because they did what they thought they were supposed to do, not what they were meant to do. For the record, I'm not saying that if you become one of those things or have a life that maybe was mapped out something very similar to that, you're automatically not going to be happy. What I am saying is that our perceived idea of success isn't always meant for everyone. Yet what we find is that a lot of people pursue this ideal that isn't necessarily going to leave them fulfilled at the end. So point number two, your vision needs to be yours. The success that I had found in my 20s was a blessing and honestly incredible. But the reason why I woke up at 28 feeling so unfulfilled was because I had spent that time pursuing this idea of what I thought I was supposed to do rather than what I was truly passionate about. And the things that I knew I was meant to do with my life, they had become just more like fantasies and things that I hoped to accomplish one day. And then everything changed in one moment. Back in 2019, I had started a little side hustle. Wasn't really taking it serious at the time, but I was finding success and it earned me a trip to go see Tony Robbins at UPW in Miami. Now, I already was geeking out and fangirling because this was a moment of an experience on my bucket list and I knew that it was going to be empowering and I was going to be inspired and I was going to get all the woo-woo, but I didn't realize that it was going to actually change my entire life. At the time, I was still at my corporate job, feeling stuck, unfulfilled, but honestly was still brainwashed into thinking there was no other option and that's where I was going to end up till I turned 65, finally got to retire and enjoy what little life I had left. I was also still trying to figure out what I wanted to do with this little side hustle business, not really all in yet, and I was in a relationship where I was feeling really stuck and complacent. And I knew I needed to get out of it, but our lives were so entwined and I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And honestly, I just didn't think I could leave. Sitting in that Tony Robbins stadium, he does something where he takes you through something called the Dickens process. And basically with thousands and thousands of people, all the lights turned off, your eyes closed and your hand on your heart. He makes you visualize what your life would look like in 10, then 20, then 30 years from now, if nothing changed. And honestly, when I tell you that was a chilling experience, it went from people crying at 10 years to sobbing at 20 years to literally wailing in the dark, all thousands and thousands and thousands of us wailing about thinking about what our lives would look like. For me personally, I saw an almost 60-year-old <laughs> depressed, overweight again, not feeling good, sick because of my autoimmune diseases and feeling out of control. I saw myself either really bitter and angry in a terrible relationship and marriage, or worse, divorced. I saw myself barely surviving, definitely not thriving in a work environment that had sucked my soul. And honestly, I tear up even thinking about it now, but I saw the faces of all the lives I know I can change in this lifetime, having not changed their lives. Ah, Gosh, I'm crying now thinking about it. Literally, I saw faces that were disappointed in me because I decided to live a small life rather than the one that changed lives all around me. In that moment, I knew if nothing changed, nothing was going to change. And I was not okay with nothing changing. Here's the thing about vision. I'm going to work with you so you create this beautiful, grand, feel-good vision for your life But maybe that's a little bit hard for you to even comprehend right now. Maybe your brain has a little bit of a hard time dreaming that big. So for now, I'm going to bring you to point number three. Sometimes to create your vision, you have to first envision what you don't want. I had already had these big dreams in my heart and I knew I wanted a bigger life, but they hadn't been enough. They weren't concrete enough to fuel me towards action. But sitting there in that arena envisioning what I definitely did not want my life to look like, knowing that the choices and the circumstances I was currently in were leading me to exactly that, caused me to immediately know that it was time to take action. The second part of the Dickens process that he takes you through after all the heartbreak is he makes you imagine your life 30 years from now if everything you have ever wanted came true. All the lives you were meant to change were changed. You have a healthy, thriving relationship. Your financial situation is exactly what you've always envisioned it to be. You have a fulfilling career and you literally live the life that you wanted. Now, that can be a little bit hard sometimes to envision because that opens up so many possibilities. And again, your brain sometimes wants to shut down. It's also going to make you start asking the questions that we talked about from episode one. It's gonna start making you ask the how question. But for this, you really have to stick in the what if. Now, I'm going to be taking you through a similar exercise towards the end of this podcast in just a few minutes here. But before we get there, I want to be really transparent with you that the thing that caused me to finally take action and start changing my life wasn't because I had my vision completely figured out. It wasn't because I all of a sudden woke up one day or had a moment at Tony Robbins where I knew exactly what I was meant to do with my life. And honestly, I think there's this toxic perception out there that certain people have that all figured out. But your vision changes and it should change. As you continue to grow, you expand your ability to think bigger or outside the box. But what caused me really to take action was knowing exactly what I didn't want from my life anymore. And I knew things like, in order for me not to end up, Bitter, angry, or divorced, I had to get out of the relationship I was in. In order for me not to wake up, almost 65, having a career that I hated, I couldn't be in the career I was in anymore. In order for me to change the lives that I knew I was meant to change, I had to stop giving all my time and resources to a career that wasn't helping me fulfill that. I did know a piece of my vision, and that in order to create the life that I wanted, I needed freedom and I knew that my little quote-unquote side hustle that I hadn't been treating seriously could give me exactly that. So I went home the very next day, I broke up with my boyfriend, I made a game plan that I would be quitting my corporate job in six months, and I went all in on my business. And just five months later, I was turning in my 30-day notice to my corporate job my little side hustle became a team of empowered women that ended up ending 2020 as one of the top teams within our brand. And I truly felt like I was thriving life for the first time. I also had created freedom for myself. So when I decided I wanted to head back to Montana for the summer to spend time with family, fuel my cup, and take care of my grandma, I did. How? It wasn't because I had envisioned that all necessarily. It's because I knew what I didn't want, identified the areas that I needed to change to make sure that didn't happen, and life got better from there. Now, if your brain is anything like mine, when you just heard all of that, I'm assuming that plenty of you (laughs) all asked the question, okay, but how did you do that? How did you accomplish those goals? And in next week's episode, I am going to be breaking down exactly how to set goals to help you get further from the vision you don't want and closer to the one that you do. But for now, I want us to stay focused on not the how, but I want you to allow yourself, maybe for the first time ever, to just imagine. Imagine what could be. And here's the thing about visions. You're not married to it meaning you don't have to sit down right now and have your whole life figured out. Point number four is that visions evolve as you grow. So as we get into the next couple activities here to wrap us up, I need you to promise me that you're going to leave your logical brain at the door and just come into it with childlike curiosity and ask yourself, what if? Okay, If you are somewhere where you can grab a pen and paper, do that right now. If not, just listen for now, but promise me you're going to come back and actually do this part of the activity, okay? Because this is going to be the thing that gets your creative juices flowing and helps you really figure out what you want for your future. A lot of times when we think about vision, sometimes we can get confused with maybe a monetary thing that we're after or, you know, that thing we talked about a little bit ago where it's society's expectation, I really want to challenge you to think outside the box, make-believe, and just write some of the first thoughts that come to your mind. The first thing I want you to write down is the answer to this question. What experiences do you want to have in life? This could be anything from skydiving over Hawaii or backpacking through Europe or holding your newborn baby. But I want you to just brain dump anything that comes to mind for just a couple minutes. And I'm going to ask that you apply what we talked about last week, because this is the part where your brain's going to start saying, you can't actually do that. That's not actually possible. It's going to start questioning the how. So I'm going to remind you that right now, we are going to stay in the what if. Once you're done with that, I want you to ask yourself the second question. In order to experience these things, how would I need to grow? If something you wrote down was you wanted to have a thriving, happy, successful marriage, something that you might write down under the how would I grow category is I need to work on myself and make sure that I'm the type of person that's ready to be and give what I need to give for that type of relationship to exist. Okay, the last thing I want you to write down and answer on this piece of paper is this. How would I give back? I think this question is so vital for creating a vision that actually fulfills you. One of the things that our human nature wants to do is contribute back to this world. And so, if your vision is just about things that you want and things that you'll have and get, it's not going to be the thing that ends up providing fulfillment for you. So, for an example, We said one of the things we wrote down was we want to have a happy, thriving, healthy relationship. In order to do that, we have to be and and do more. We need to grow. The way that we could give back is maybe deciding that once we have that, we're going to pass it on and do marriage counseling or write a relationships book. Something where we are taking what we've experienced in the ways that we've grown and we're paying it forward. Now, hopefully you've created answers to each of these areas, each of these questions that just got you emotional, and I'm assuming they were even greater than just wanting to have a healthy marriage. But regardless of what you wrote down, I my bigger hope is that it got your creative juices flowing and you started to really think about the what if in life. So now for the last part of our activity and our time together today. Okay. Again, don't do this if you're driving, but if you're not driving and you can actually do this, I'm going to encourage you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine waking up in your bed 30 years from now. What does your bedroom look like? Is there someone beside you? What do they look like? What smells are coming through the window? How are the curtains rustling against the window because you left the window open last night and the cool breeze is coming in. What do you hear downstairs? Do you have dogs? Do you have kids? Is the coffee maker going? Can you smell the coffee coming up the stairway? Maybe the person that you fell asleep next to last night isn't even in bed anymore because they already made you breakfast and you can smell the waffles coming up the stairs. When you head downstairs What does your day look like? What does your job consist of? What do you do every single day to make a living? What is out your front window? Is it mountains? Is it a beach? Is it wildlife? Is it a concrete jungle? What's your health look like? Do you start your day with a shake? Do you start it with a workout? Are you so in control of your schedule that maybe you like to work out in the afternoon and that's what you do now? Are you in the best shape of your life? Now, I just painted a picture that might have nothing to do with what you want in your future, and that's totally okay. But these questions that I'm asking you are how specific I want you to start imagining your life. Keep your eyes closed. Now start imagining what your version of this could look like. If you haven't already been able to start putting together a vision of what your life could look like in 30 years that includes sights and smells and feelings, here's a couple of things to help you out too. What does your financial situation look like? Do you own a home? Do you own several homes? What's the health of the relationships in your life? In what ways are you starting to give back to the world around you? What lives have you changed? Okay, I know that vision work can be a little bit weird if you haven't done it before, or maybe if you haven't done it in a while. And honestly, in a 20-something minute podcast, you're not going to have it all figured out. So what I'm going to ask of you is to do a little homework assignment before next week's episode. I want you to take some time to go back through the questions that I asked and really think about them. I want you to take some time and close your eyes and really map out what this could look like for you. Remember, there's no wrong way to create a vision and there's no wrong vision. This can change. It can evolve. It can grow. But get started with it. And I want you to literally write out what a day in the life would look like for you 30 years from now and bring that with you to next week's episode. In the meantime, I dare you, in fact, I'll give you some extra brownie point credits. Brownie point credits? What does that even mean? I'm going to give you some extra credits and some brownie points. There we go. (laughs) If you not only write this down, but take five minutes in the morning before your day gets started and close your eyes and put yourself in this exact moment 30 years from now and see what happens. Here's why. The experience that you just went through trying to create your vision was literally rewiring your brain to think and dream bigger. But as soon as you get back to your normal life, your brain's going to revert back to what it's known for so long, and it's going to continue to show up in a small-minded mindset. So I'm going to ask that you continue to expand your brain every single morning before the day gets started. Our brains have something called the reticular activating system. I learned this through Tony Robbins, of course, and it's basically a way that our brain protects itself Our brain is constantly taking in every single thing in our environment, the color of shoes that someone's wearing, the smell in the air, the piece of gum wrapper on the floor, the things you need to do today, what you had for dinner last night that's upsetting your stomach. And if your brain was to let all of that in at one time, it would actually overwhelm it and you would die. (laughs) So our brain has this amazing system built in where it only lets in a few things at a time and only lets in the things that it thinks are important to you. So if you are putting your vision at the forefront of your day every single day, it's going to continue to allow that vision into your mindset throughout the day. And guess what? We make decisions based off of where our brain is at. So you want to trick your brain into helping you make decisions towards your vision? Focus on your vision every day. Our last and final point is to create your vision and experience it every day. Okay, so those are the five things that I think are essential to keep in mind as you start creating and casting a vision for your life. Number one, you need to have a vision that moves you to grow. Number two, your vision needs to be yours. Three, sometimes to create your vision, you have to first envision what you don't want. Number four, visions evolve as you grow. And number five, create your vision and experience it every single day. I hope this episode has at least helped you to dream bigger, to dare to dream bigger, to start creating the vision that you are going to go after for your life and has helped encourage you to know that you truly can have more. In next week's episode, I'm going to finally let your brain go there. Your brain is going to finally be able to start asking the question, but how would I do this? As we dive into a a little bit more about goals, goal setting, and how to create the action needed to achieve that vision. In the meantime, I just want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for all the love and support for this podcast already. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe. And if you want extra, what do I call it? Extra brownie credits. (laughs) Share this podcast with a friend. Until then, have an amazing week and I'll talk to you